Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. This is Avrami Finkelstein briefly sitting in for the one and only Nahum Siegel, who is en route from his whirlwind trip to the Holy Land and should be here at the end of this hour or the beginning of hour number two. This is your Thursday morning edition of your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Ba da ba da ba 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 da
being shared For loved ones whom we hold so dear Those holy souls no longer here Kedoshim who will live eternally Watching us from high above Protecting us with boundless love As the final days reveal our destiny Country Yussi with Good Morning Kalal Yisrael. What a great tune. Country Yussi has always been able to kind of mix uh, sadness, happiness, funniness with poignance. And uh, he just puts out some great, great music from uh, for several decades now. And I certainly appreciate it. And hopefully you guys out there enjoy that as well. Uh, this is Avrami very briefly sitting in for the one and only Nahum Siegel who is en route from the airport. I believe he's going to be here within the next 10, 15 minutes or so. Um, so, uh, he, and then of course, Nachum will continue with the rest of the show. Uh, great Thursday morning programming. And, uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And that'll be followed by, uh, our great Thursday lineup. Uh, Charlie Harari's up next. We got Allison Josephs. We got, uh, all new live lunch with Yassi Zweig, all new Arab Shabbos show, uh, brought to us by our friends at Kedem and hosted by, uh, Mark Zomik. So plenty of great programming to go here on this, uh, Thursday morning. Hopefully you will stay tuned. Uh, we had in there Lipa Schmelzer with the uh, live Hask performance of his song Wake Up. Joey Newcomb in there with Lech Lecha, a nod to the uh, Torah portion of the week that we will be reading uh, this coming Shabbos. Uh, we also had in there uh, Tal Vaknin with Boker, uh, Mordechai Shapiro with Moda, and of course we open up the program as uh, we do here every single morning at JM and the AM with Regesh and Modani. Uh, we have been keeping the uh, playlist so far this morning, and I'm sure Nahum will continue it. So in case you missed any of the songs or want to see what we have been presenting, uh, it is available for you to see there. Uh, this is a uh, Thursday morning, October 26th, the 11th day of the month of Cheshvan. Uh, today's DAF is Kedushin 74, only nine days left until the beginning of Babakama. So in case you were waiting for a uh, new beginning to get on board with the uh, uh, with the um, DAF Yomi train, uh, you've got nine days left to do that. Of course, nowadays there is uh, there is Mishnah Yomi and Nach Yomi and every kind of Yomi. So I guess the, the main point is just to be getting involved in doing some learning every day, whether a little or a lot. And uh, if you are able to do that, if you're getting in on that, well, Kalakavod, you should have Hatzlacha and strength to continue that and to keep that going. Um, 
Yeah, let's see. I'm going to be I'm 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 only on again as I said for another a handful of minutes, but if there's something in particular that you'd like to hear uh, after I start this next set and I can get a request in or you could just post it. I'm sure Nahum will get to it uh, as well. So far, Trucker Yitz has checked in. Uh, good afternoon to you as well or good morning. I'm not sure exactly where you are, but uh, traveling somewhere, I'm sure. Thanks for checking in. And of course, listener Tikva has checked in. Boker Tov to you as well. Uh, we're just going to get back to the music now as uh, we wait for uh, Nahum's uh, uh, getting to the studio. Uh, as I uh, often say, uh, when I host on Thursday morning, I really like to play this next song, so we'll get that done now while I'm still hosting. <laughs> um, this is by a, a group or a duo uh, based in Baltimore. They're called Cole Fusion, and they've got a wonderful song entitled Thursday, which utilizes words from the uh, Sheer Shell Yom of Thursday. So we'll get started with that. we got some Barry Weber lined up as well, and who knows what else the morning is going to bring. So make sure that you stay tuned. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments of the Morning radio program. Heard our listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And we thank you so much for tuning in to this Thursday morning here with us on this JM and the AM at the NahumSiegel Network.
השמש, נדע ימים יפים מאלה, הלב נלחם בדאגות. כולם יחזרו הביתה, נחכה להם למטה, הלוואי נדע בשורות טובות. כי עם הנצח לעולם לא מפחד, אפילו כשקשה לראות. כולם ביחד אף אחד פה לא בודד, שישרפו המלחמות. עם ישראל חי, אם לא נשכח תמיד להיות מאוחדים. עם ישראל חי, בעליות, בירידות, גם בשעות הכי קשות. הקדוש ברוך הוא שומר עלינו, אז מי יכול לא תיפול כעת רוחנו מסביב ברזל של חרבות. ויונה שישרפו המלחמות. עם ישראל חי, אם לא נשכח תמיד להיות מאוחדים. עם ישראל חי, בעליות, בירידות, גם בשעות הכי קשות. הקדוש ברוך הוא שומר עלינו, אז מי יכול
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to a, um, what is today? (laughs) Welcome to a Thursday. It is Thursday, right? Welcome to a Thursday, everybody. We're in our New York City studio. I was um, in Israel until late last night and then uh, hopped on the plane, as the expression goes. And um, Due to a uh, pilot who got us in early to Newark Airport and due to a cab driver who navigated it, excuse me, navigated the streets better than any cab driver I've seen recently, I am here in our studio in New York City at JM in the AM, and I welcome you to this broadcast. I thank Avrami for kicking things off from Israel, and I remind you that we are live, a live JM in the AM presentation, which is our tradition every single Monday through Friday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, you heard Mendy Jerufi, Kesheyavo, Yishtabach, done by Itzik Orlev, Eyal Golan with Am Yisrael Chai. 
Cole Fusion before that. Country Yussi in there. This is from uh, Avrami's playlist. Wake Up from Lipa. Joey Newcomb's Lech Lecha. Oh, that's a good one. I should have thought of that one. Boker. Maybe I'll do it later again. Boker from Tal Vaknin. Mordechai Shapiro's Mode, And, of course, Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Well, it was quite a journey to Israel, to say the least. Special good morning to Ralph Rosenbaum, who called me about a half hour ago as uh, we were heading out in our separate directions from the airport. And uh, as I said to him, and as he said to me, this was a good one. This was a good one. This was a very, very meaningful and inspiring Jewish Unity Initiative. Two days in Israel. I think the main themes uh, were were, uh, presented very, very well. Um, I think the people in Israel really do get... The feeling, and by the way, the the with all the projects going on and all the duffel bags going to Israel and all that, it is amazing to hear the Israeli soldiers, the IDF soldiers, speak about the um, the letters they are getting from adults and children around the world, especially from here in the United States. So I am going to encourage teachers, principals, rabbeim, everybody out there to keep those coming, to keep the letters coming. They save them. They post them. Uh, they say it gives them it gives them uh, motivation and great hope, and a good feeling. So, with everything else that's going on, and there are a lot of wonderful efforts, as we all know, uh, that's one that I think should really um, that continue at as as rapid a level as possible, or as rapid a pace as possible. So uh, that was the first thing. I think people in Israel are certainly. Uh, getting the impression that we have a um, a tremendous love, respect, and regard uh, for both our friends, relatives, strangers, and, of course, the IDF soldiers in Israel who are defending our land and our state and making it easier. I don't want to say easy anymore because of what's happening in this country, but easier to be a Jew around the world. And the second message, which has been um, really been the theme, in my opinion, of the last couple of days, and one that's so important. I was just discussing this moments ago with Yehoshua Siegel. Um, we don't, re- we really don't, and I knew this, I knew this before we left. It's, it's Honestly, it's one of the reasons I insisted on going and going so early. Uh, we really don't understand what everyone's going through. We don't get it. And I'm, this is not a criticism. This is a, this is a, you know, a plea to open up our eyes and to further understand what our brothers and sisters are going through. Uh, I mean, I'm in a shiva house yesterday morning in Herzliya of a lone soldier from Rockville, Maryland. Um, And that scene is being played out in so many places around the state of Israel and has been playing out for weeks at this point, obviously. And there are going to be a lot more funerals. And I'm not even talking about, God forbid, what might happen with a ground war. It's not what I'm referring to. They are still identifying bodies. They are still finding people who had been missing. And those funerals and those shiva houses are just going to continue, unfortunately. It's, it's going to be a common scene around the country. And uh, this is on top of my visit to Har Herzl. It is, uh, I've been to Har Herzl before, and there are some uh, obviously some notable uh, graves on Har Herzl of, of people who are 
well-known in modern Jewish history, soldiers who gave their lives, who were quote-unquote high-profile or became so once the story of their heroism was told. But in this case, we were on Har Herzl, and we were specifically visiting the area that was built, so to speak. I don't know, what the, what's, the, what's the better word for that? Cleared? Prepared? Most recently. And you look at the graves, and you're looking at, I don't know, 30, 40 graves right in front of you, and they're all from the last couple of weeks. And Josh Fass is standing there showing me where he stood for a number of those funerals, Uh, most notably the one that got a tremendous amount of attention from the American-Israeli community was the lone soldier from um, the, the Anglo community, I should say, the lone soldier from Great Britain. That was the funeral where... As Rabbi Tarragon mentioned yesterday on the air, Hamas targeted that funeral at Har Herzl uh, to be bombed. And they actually, I mean, during the funeral, they actually had to take cover. I mean, literally, you had people who were lying down between graves um, because of the um, threatened attack and the red alerts that were going off. So that, so being at the Lone Soldier Shiva and the day before being at Har Herzl and seeing the the newest soldiers who had been laid to rest there on that holy spot. And, of course, you see the ages. Oh, actually, no, on the new ones, there were no ages yet because there were no permanent stones. There was just, you know, information about their, uh, with their name and their rank and their Hebrew name, you know, meaning the, uh, their, their name for memorial, them and their, and, you know, the, the, their father's name. Um, so there's no permanent stones, so there's no age on it, but you know, you walk around in that area as you continue to the, to the part that had been established already. And the, the graves are, you know, saying 22, 21, 24, 18, you know, the whole thing, which is something. So I, um, I, so number one, number one, our brothers and sisters in Israel are being surrounded by all of this, by, you know, what can be a really depressing, um, theme of death, frankly, of death, of uh, sacrifice, of sadness, of mourning. Uh, and, you know, you walk into the Shiva house yesterday, you're, you're as expected, you know, you're, you're speaking with some very strong people who obviously had, have very strong feelings for the state of Israel. But it's going to be very difficult for them to, you know, move forward, obviously, especially when Shiva ends. And then the other, uh, and then the other side is... Um, uh, there's a tremendous amount, uh, a tremendous number of initiatives that are being uh, that are being implemented to help the soldiers. Uh, there's that whole piece of hundreds of thousands of soldiers being, you know, around the borders of Israel, uh, on the front lines, uh, with needs. I, I don't want to make fun. They, they some of the things they really do need, and as you heard yesterday in Yeshiva Dakota, they take that very seriously. They, they literally contact the bases and find out exactly what they need, and then that, those items are picked up. And, and, and by the way, there are certain people who are bringing vital items, and this is, again, not to minimize what others are bringing. All the items are, are important. But there are certain people bringing vital items. I'm talking about really important items in this battle. I don't want to get into too much detail, but there is a, there is, let's put it this way, there's equipment and technological pieces, I'm trying to be very careful, 
that it reminded me, it literally reminded me of the stories of 1947, of how arms shipments went to Israel, obviously illegally, uh, but, you know, with great effort on the part of leaders on this side, uh, leaders and innovative people who figured out how to do it. And there are people now traveling to Israel who are bringing vital equipment to the point where someone I saw in Israel had a piece of vital equipment and someone from the Golan, an officer from the Golan, drove down three hours to pick it up. Like there's really, you know, there's a, there, there is some serious help coming from Chutzlaretz. And that's in addition to, you know, the other serious help that's coming from Chutzlaretz, whether it's letters or packages, etc., uh, so there's that whole support system for the army and, uh, you know, feeding the soldiers and making sure they have what they need, et cetera, et cetera. And that effort, you know, I mean, people are, are taking off from their regular lives in order to do this. It's one of the reasons why so many stores are closed and, you know, there's so many reservists that have been called up, et cetera. But then last night, with all this that had been going on and all the things I had done and, and was privileged to take part in, uh, last night, I visited uh, the Peretz family in Yad Binyamin. Spent about an hour with Rav Daron. Their son is missing in action. Their son is, uh, is, is being assumed to have been kidnapped at 9.01 Shemini Atzeris morning. The army has pieced together the whole story, it seems. And... Um, and even with the nace, with the miracle that the Peretz family experienced that day, remember, they have two sons, and their other son was shot in the leg. He, in fact, showed me where he was shot. An absolute miracle that he's alive, because an inch the other way, and one of the main arteries would have been hit, and he would have been on the battlefield, you know, literally dying. And not only has he recovered, but he got married last week. The Peretz family insisted on going ahead with the wedding, and they got married last week. Now, they were supposed to live in Kibbutz Sad, which, of course, there are no residents now in Saad because of uh, the situation. So that's a whole other piece. All the people that have been displaced. I, even ta- I didn't even talk about the, th- the hundreds of thousands. I don't know if it's that many, but the tens of thousands that have been displaced, a thousand of whom we saw in the Shalom Hotel. But then this pain, this pain of what the families are going through, the families of those who've been abducted and kidnapped, and are now all likely in Gaza. Uh, the uh, the pain of the uh, of the um, families of the wounded, some of whom are really going through very serious situations, and the number of wounded is, of course, in the thousands. And then, of course, those whose families will never be the same because of the the losses that were suffered, uh, soldiers and civilians, uh, during this uh, Shmini Atzeris uh, massacre. And, uh, and those lives, and, and, it's, and it's a significant number. You know, when you talk about that everybody knows somebody, etc., there's a reason for it because the numbers are just staggering how many people have lost their lives and are going through all of this right now. So not, again, uh, not at all to make anyone, um, n- not that I would expect people in the diaspora to understand all this. You've got to be there to just to... to experience it but um but we need to be very sympathetic understanding and loving to our brothers and sisters in israel because with all this that i just described with all these situations on top of everything else there's a lot of fear and tension uncertainty questions 
Um, people are handling security, you know, and now family by family, town by town, as opposed to necessarily relying on the Israeli government. It is a complete shift of a lot of different things and, and a lot of different approaches in Israel. And we need to understand that. And we need to understand it going forward, everything that our brothers and sisters are going through. So a very successful journey, and I thank those of you who felt that you were along for the ride, who felt that you were tossing in some love and concern with us. Because I said that. I said that to a lot of people. I said that at the Shiva House. I said, I'm representing thousands of people who, if they were here with me, would be echoing these same sentiments, would be talking about the heroism of your son and offering you comfort and condolences. I, I carried an entire audience with me into that Shiva House. That's how I felt, and into Daron Peretz's house. And he knows it. He knows how many people that listen to this show and that are involved in religious Zionism. He knows how many people are concerned for his family. Um, and, 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 and by the same token, I, um, I felt it was important that, uh, that we represent what's going on on the other side of the world. And that now there's a greater appreciation among the listeners of this show and the people who are... Uh, you know, paying careful attention to what's going on in Israel is a greater appreciation for all the things I mentioned, all the things that our brothers and sisters are going through. And that, to me, was a really important piece of this whole trip because I, because the the achdus and the unity and the concern and the prayers and the Torah study are amazing. And they're coming, a lot of it is coming from this side of the world, from right here in North America. But there's a major, major piece to this whole story that we are missing, and it's one that we, um, that one that we spoke about from Israel, that we emphasized, and one that we are going to pay careful attention to going forward. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world web and AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. We're in New York in our New York City studio. It's a Thursday. You know what that means. No need to touch that dial. Amazing programming all through the day. And, of course, the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zami coming up at 7 p.m. tonight. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. We support so many of our amazing sponsors. A special, special shout-out to Seth Levitt and everybody at A&H, Abels and Hyman. They have uh, utilized their social media platforms to keep Israel and those who've been kidnapped at the forefront and uh, continue to support great sponsors like that. Go to kosherdogs.net. Enjoy your 10% discount with promo code radio. Our friends at artscroll.com who continue to provide thousands of gemaras for these soldiers who are keeping up with Dafiomi while on the battlefield, which is unbelievable. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio no matter what you order. Galaitzal in the background. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. גליצה על השעה שתיים באולפן יובל גנור עם מה שקורה עכשיו. בשעה האחרונה מתח כבד של רקטות אל יישובי גוש דן והשפלה. אין דיווח על נפגעים. גם על יישובי הדרום נורו מתחי רקטות בשעות האחרונות לאחר הפוגה של כ-12 שעות. גם שם לא דווח על נפגעים. ובגבול הצפון צהל ירה פגזי ארטילריה אל שטח לבנון, מדווח כתבנו לענייני צבא, דורון קדוש. בשעה האחרונה נשמעו אזעקות באזור גוש דן והשפלה, חמישה שיגורים בוצעו מרצועת עזה, שניים מהם יורטו, היתר ככל הנראה נפלו בשטחים פתוחים, עד לשלב זה אין דיווח על נפילות או על נפגעים. 
במקביל, בשעתיים האחרונות, צה"ל מבצע ירי ארטילרי לשטח לבנון בגזרה המערבית של הגבול. במסגרת פעילות לארגון המרחב, אין חשש לאירוע ביטחוני, מדובר בירי תקין של צה"ל. השר בני גנץ מקבל עליו אחריות למחדל שהוביל למלחמה כמי ששימש בתפקידים בכירים בצה"ל ובממשלה. כל מי שהיה שותף להנהגה ולהובלה של מדינת ישראל בכל תפקיד שהוא, לא יכול להסיר מעל עצמו את האחריות, ובכלל זה אני. אני למעלה מ-20 שנה נמצא בעמדות מפתח ביטחוניות ומדיניות במדינת ישראל. אינני משחרר את עצמי מהאחריות לא לדברים שקרו ולא לדברים שלא קרו. בתדרוך לעיתונאים הוסיף גנץ כי החזרת השבויים היא חלק בלתי נפרד מהמאמץ המלחמתי וכי ישראל מקבלת את החלטותיה רק לפי האינטרסים הרחבים שלה, מדבריו הביא כתבנו שחר גליק. עד כה זוהו 1,200 גופות של אזרחים, שוטרים וחיילים. על פי הערכות נותרו עוד כמה מאות גופות שטרם זוהו בהן גופות מחבלים. הדיווח של כתבנו יואל ליברין. במחנה שורה בו מזהים את חללי הטבח, זוהו עד כה 826 אזרחים, 64 שוטרים ו-310 חיילים. כעת נותרו עוד כמה מאות גופות, מתוכם יש מחבלים ועוד רשימות של נעדרים. בימים אלו נעשות בדיקות מדעיות של DNA לזיהוי ודאי של חלק מהגופות שעדיין לא זוהו. ראש עיריית אילת אלי לנקרי אומר כי הממשלה עדיין לא העבירה את התקציבים הדרושים לרשויות שקולטות את התושבים המפונים. זה סרבול שלא מתאים לזמן הזה. צריכים כאן לשחרר חסמים, לשחרר בירוקרטיה, להעביר כספים. כרגע, כל צורך שאנחנו צריכים לתת מענה למפונים ולמתפנים שהגיעו לאילת אחרי שהם עברו תופת והם עברו זוועות ונלחמו בגבורה, לאנשים האלה אנחנו צריכים להצדיע ולעשות... כל מה שאנחנו רק יכולים. ראש עיריית אילת אמר את הדברים לג'קי לוי ולאילנית סויסה בגלי צה"ל. ראש האופוזיציה יאיר לפיד הציג היום תוכנית לאומית לשיפור השירות והטיפול האזרחי שגובשה לדבריו עם ראשי רשויות מקומיות ועם מומחים. לדברי לפיד, המערכות הממשלתיות עדיין לא יצאו מההלם. משרדי הממשלה בניהול משרד ראש הממשלה צריכים להתייצב אצל ראשי הערים והרשויות והקיבוצים ולתת להם את כל הכלים. שנדרשים להם לפתרון של בעיות של המפונים ושל אלה שנשארו ביישובים. ומשרד האוצר צריך לשחרר מקדמות לרשויות המקומיות כבר עכשיו. הרשויות צריכות לקבל מראש את התשלום על המלונות, על תגבור שעות פעילות של הצוותים, על הגברת פעולות של מרכזי חוסן, עד המקסימום. מדבריו הביאה כתבתנו אנה פינס. המשטרה מבהירה כי סרטון שהופץ בשעות האחרונות ברשתות החברתיות ובו נראים לכאורה גילוי השמחה ביפו בזמן נפילת טילים אינו אמיתי. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מוסרת כי מדובר בסרטון שצולם לפני שנתיים וחצי. תחזית מזג האוויר חם מהרגיל עד שרבי, אלה החדשות. Thank <laughs> you. 
J.M. in the A.M. with um, Uri Davidi and Bircha Sa'av here at J.M. in the A.M. Yishai Rebo before that. Akiva opened up the 7 o'clock hour. Thanks to Avrami for taking, uh, taking care of the opening part of our broadcast while I was getting into our New York City studio from our flight. And a big shout-out, of course, to Ralph Rosenbaum, chairman of this Jewish Unity Initiative. We are back in New York. <laughs> I can't believe I just saw Simon on Tuesday. That's amazing. <laughs> he just commented on the app. And happy birthday to Simon. He just commented, missing you here at home. It was so great seeing you. Yeah, it was great being there. And I think it was important being there, and I'm glad we were there. And um, now it's time to remind this entire audience, especially on this side of the world, that we need to keep our brothers and sisters in mind at all times. With that in mind, the latest from Israel on day 20 of the war, with the uh, figures that we've been discussing um, as high as they are, the 1,400 murdered, the more than 5,400 wounded, which is an insane number. There are 224 captives in Gaza. That number is at 224. And, um, and according to the latest news, 
the IDF and the Shin Bet in coordination with the border police conducted extensive operations throughout the West Bank Wednesday night, leading to the arrest of over 60 individuals suspected of affiliations with Hamas. The move is part of an ongoing effort to destabilize terror activities and confiscate combat equipment within the region. Among those apprehended, 46 active members of Hamas are in custody. Unbelievable. Um, IDF intelligence soldiers had called dozens of Gazan residents asking them to evacuate, but only to find out that Hamas has blocked the access routes to the southern end of Gaza. This is something that's hard for people like us to understand, you know, like regular normal human beings, uh, that they are that, that their preference, Hamas's preference, that these civilians stay put and end up being victims of whatever Israel is planning on doing. And um, Israel obviously offering or encouraging them to get to the safer parts of the Gaza Strip, but it doesn't always help when you have Hamas blocking the access way. Also, there was a, um, an actual ground movement into Gaza. You may have heard this already on the news this morning. There was actual ground movement to Gaza. Those, uh, that operation is back on the Israel side, but uh, it was explained by Israeli authorities as being a precursor, uh, a dry run, so to speak, for what is to come. So um, if you're wondering if Israel has been in Gaza already, the answer to that is yes, based on the activities of earlier today. JM and the AM, it's a Thursday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Full schedule here at the Nahum Siegel Network, including Essie's Wag and the Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Mark Zamek, 7 p.m. tonight with the Arab Shabbos show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Make sure to be tuned in for that. It'll be uh, encored at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. So you'll be able to catch it tomorrow as well. Tomorrow, weekly update time. Malcolm Holmline will join us. I believe we'll both be in the United States tomorrow. Uh, for the weekly update. Join us as we discuss the uh, latest from Israel uh, and uh, really discuss a whole bunch of stuff from this past week. Uh, That'll be at about 7.40 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow morning right here on JM in the AM. And um, I would assume that in our conversation tomorrow, I don't like giving previews, but I have got to include in tomorrow's conversation, I've got to include this uh, statement by the U.N. Secretary General. I mean, my God, my God, making excuses for Hamas and their violence and their murder and their kidnapping. It's Anyway, hopefully we'll talk about that and many, many more things tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Lots of great causes that we've been telling you to support. And uh, we have made arrangements. Shai Graucher will join us next week, please, God. He was very, very anxious to get to one of our mobile studios over the last couple of days, either at Nefesh Benefesh or Yeshiva Dakotel. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't work out. It's hard for him to get away from anything. Uh, so he'll do that live with us via telephone next week. Also, Ellie Beer, who I saw last night at Ben Gurion Airport, uh, we finally secured a conversation. You could imagine the type of work that he has been involved with, with uh, United Hatzalah since the war began. Um, he's in the United States. He's involved in a couple of very interesting initiatives, which uh, he's asked me not to say anything about on the air, but we'll wait till Monday when he joins us in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM and the AM. So Ellie Beer, United Hatzalah, 8 o'clock hour, this coming Monday right here at JM and the AM.
and uh, that'll give us even more information about what's been happening over the last uh, three weeks. And um, we'll see what he has to say in general about the situation in Israel from his vantage point. More coming up. It's a uh, Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Kunstler, 
Mishaberach for Tzahal, remembering our soldiers. That's something that we should be saying constantly. Shuls and schools, when you gather with Minyanim, especially on Shabbos, which has been our tradition, make sure to mention the, make sure to say the Mishaberach for Tzahal, the Mishaberach for the IDF, and keep our soldiers in mind. It was a pretty amazing experience uh, greeting soldiers who had been uh, away for a couple of weeks on the front lines and having them literally <laughs> drive from the front lines to us when we were at Yeshiva Dakota yesterday and to get them on the air. And um, I don't think it was dramatic at all. I think it was appropriate that we treated them the way we did. I know that they, uh, well, I don't want to say minimize, but they played down, understandably, uh, their role in all of this. But uh, they are in a very, very difficult situation. That is, uh, that is clear. And um, think about the efforts that they have to make, and they only had 24 hours off in order to re-energize and regroup. Then it's right back to the front lines. Pretty remarkable, pretty incredible commitment to the Jewish people in the state of Israel when you think about it, especially for those who grew up outside of the state of Israel. Really unbelievable. And the three we were speaking to yesterday, two of them were from the Chicago Skokie area, and one was from Teaneck, New Jersey. Whole thing just completely remarkable, frankly. JM and the AM on a Thursday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. As we said, we've secured Ellie Beer, United Hatzella. He'll join us Monday here at JM and the AM. Shai Graucher will join us early next week as well. He was hoping to join us in Israel, but that didn't work out, unfortunately. So it happens when you're as busy as he is with Chesed. Very as, as much as he wanted to do a live conversation, which I know he very much wanted to, it's hard to be pulled away when, uh, when there's so many needs that he's coordinating and fulfilling. Um, so that'll be coming up. Erev Shabbat Show with Mark Zomik is tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. It's brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It'll be aired again at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow, so keep that in mind. And um, yes, he's wide with a Thursday live lunch coming up, and that'll be at 11 a.m. Eastern time today right here on NSN. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Rambam tells us in Hilchus Tshuva that we should view ourselves as half and half, half Zakai, half Chayev, the entire world as half and half, half zakai, meritorious, and half chayev. If a person does one mitzvah, one maizachesed, learns for ten minutes, is careful not to say Lashon Hara, that could bring Yeshua for all of Klau Yisroel. Rav Steinman asks a very interesting question. We are supposed to look at ourselves half and half the entire world, as have Zakai, have Chayev. However, how does the Rambam, that writes a Sefer Halacha, a book of law, not a Sefer of Drushos, say that an individual should see himself in the entire world as have Zakai and have Chayev? It's a concept that's very difficult for us to understand. The great Sadiq offers a very interesting muscle. There's a mall. You could buy anything you want. You could buy a needle. You could buy a car. You could buy a house. There are more expensive stores, and there are stores that are less expensive. 
If a person goes where most of the items are $100, it doesn't matter if it costs another 20 cents. That's concerning. Inyone olamazeh matters in this world. But with mitzvahs and averus, every little movement has great meaning. Every time an individual can say amen to someone's bracha, every time that a person can do some form of kindness for another individual, every time that a person will learn one pasuk, one verse, every time that an individual will give a quarter, a dime, a nickel, a dollar to tzedakah, this brings life to the entire world. That's what it means, half and half. We don't realize the effect of even one single instance of a mitzvah. During this time, when our hearts, our minds, and all of our tefillahs are for Eretz Yisrael, for the soldiers that they come home safe and sound, for all of the hostages that they be returned immediately safe and sound, we realize that it is half and half. It's dependent upon us, upon our actions, upon our conduct, upon the amount of tfilos that we can say. We should realize the great responsibility that we have at this time. May all of Klau Yisrael hear, Bisaros Tavos Yeshuas This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Threatening and closing in He tries to fight the current But his strength wears thin Clutching his young son and daughter Though he can barely swim But he's no match for the sea With its mighty waves Struggling to breathe For his lives to save And hopelessly feels His daughter slip away from him
became a memory carried off in years. Lying on his deathbed, he draws her near. My daughter in the waves, he taught me a lesson of faith. When a father hears his child and he cries so deep, it activates his mercy with a strength unleashed. When the night is bleak and it seems there's nothing to be said. Cause I don't have another father When I reach out, please don't let me go Don't let me go, Father, hold me close Cause I don't have another father
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Eitan Gedalia. song is entitled Al Tzadikim here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, Mordechai Shapiro, both with the Ani Yehudi and Umi Baladecha here on a um, Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us. My name is Nachum Siegel, back from Israel. We are live in our New York City studio. Big thank you to Avrami for uh, opening up the show this morning. Thank you, Avram. Uh, two days in the Holy Land and two very important days. A big thank you to Ralph Rosenbaum, our chairman, 
for this uh, two-day Jewish Unity Initiative, which, um, as I have reported to you now for the last couple of days, gave us an eye-opening experience what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. And I would say to our uh, listeners here on this side of the world, in the U.S., continue the strong chesed, the strong tefillah, the strong tehillim, the strong programming when it comes to Torah study in honor of those who are defending the state of Israel in honor of those who've been abducted by the enemy. That cannot let up. But in addition, we need to understand what our brothers and sisters are going through. Um, a, an aura in the country um, of strength and of resolve, but of mournfulness uh, sometimes sadness. I mean, you have to understand there are so many people and families going through Shiva and Shloshim experiences as we speak. The numbers bear that out, obviously. We have a uh, a situation that I described earlier where there are hundreds, hundreds who have been abducted and are being held by the enemy. And every one of those families in Israel, you can only imagine what they're going through. So we, um, we need to not only keep up the efforts that we've been discussing. I'm not even going to get into tourism yet. I'm not, I'm not up to that point where I'm ready to demand that people act on heading to Israel. I could not believe how empty it was there. And um, it, it's whatever. That, that'll come, I'm sure, in the next uh, couple of weeks as we see what happens with the war. I'm sure we'll have a, a better idea of when to encourage people to go, when to encourage people to plan trips. And it's important. Believe me, that's important, especially in the diaspora, when that's one of our most important roles, frankly. Um, so that that has to be determined, and it will be determined. Um, but right now, with the tourism rate below zero, as I like to call it, I don't like it, but I'm saying that's how I describe it, um, we've got to keep in mind all of those who are uh, in that industry and in the subsequent industries and do what we can for them. And um, I know there are some groups, we actually came across some in Israel, uh, that have insisted on not canceling their trips, and there are some groups that are planning chizuk missions. They are planning uh, synagogue, school, uh, group missions to Israel, very important. And... um, Again, we'll see how things play out over the next couple of weeks, but we can't, we can't neglect that responsibility that we have. That for those of us who can get to Israel, and I know it's not easy, but for those who can and normally do, maybe that's how I should put it, those who normally do, we'll have to figure out how to do it uh, in the next couple of weeks uh, in terms of the short-term and long-term. Um, I, also, I also wanted to... Um, Oh, there was something else I wanted to mention. Oh, um, I don't remember exactly what it was. But anyway, uh, there is a, uh, as I said, there are, there, there is a, uh, it, it's a tense time in Israel. That's the bottom line. It's a tense time in Israel. And we need to uh, step up our care and concern for our brothers and sisters there. That's the bottom line. And we'll get to the whole tourism piece at some point. Um, by the way, Kolakavod, we came across some uh, some groups in Israel. Kolakavod, they would not cancel. They had a purpose. They had stated the purpose before Yontif, and that they you know and they did not cancel the trip. This I saw with my very own eyes, and they were from Brooklyn, New York. So Kolakavod, 
The hotels, of course, are now filled with people from the north and south who no longer can be in their own homes, which is a whole other situation that's affecting Israel by the hundreds of thousands. Um, that we saw up close and personal as well in the Shalom Hotel in Yerushalayim. Uh, but even among the more prominent hotels uh, in the city and in the state, uh, so many of them are setting aside rooms, including our friends at the Inbal. And I had a chance to see Ronnie, the general manager of the Inbal, yesterday. Even our friends at the Inbal, they are they are setting aside rooms for uh, refugees from the north and south. And um, he's not sure what's going to happen in terms of the long term, but um, you know, as as time goes on, everybody will evaluate. As the things go forward, for instance, uh, you know, he wanted to be as generous as possible with families from the north and south. But then again, there are Israelis, people in Israel right now who still are planning events, who are moving weddings that were supposed to be in wedding halls that are now closed to places like the Inbal, just as an example. Uh, he has an Ufruf there with a whole bunch of people coming this Shabbos. So there are, is some activity and there's a, a reason and a desire, therefore, for the hotels to keep part of the hotel open for regular business. Um, on Monday, on the Tuesday night, I had the opportunity to attend the wedding that was taking place in the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters on that beautiful porch, a beautiful mirpeset that Nefesh Benefesh has overlooking Jerusalem over that beautiful view of the whole area of Jerusalem. And, uh, this was a couple that was supposed to get married in Stayrot. They're both from Stayrot. The wedding was supposed to be in Stayrot. And now of course there's nobody in Stayrot. So they had this incredible and amazing wedding. And I say it like there's a 30, 40 people in that area, maybe 50 people in that area. And um, you know how sometimes uh, weather or other factors make you change the venue of a wedding and you get really frustrated about that. Uh, that happens all the time around here. Uh, you know, the circumstances sometimes makes the wedding venue change. And it's hard to, you know, to t- it's hard not to get frustrated with that. Well, They have no permanent homes at the moment. They're in whatever makeshift home that they are uh, utilizing, whether it's a hotel room or something else. Um, They have been uh, looking forward to this day forever. And they're not in the wedding hall they thought they'd be in, in their hometown. And yet these two families demonstrated such joy, simcha, and resolve. No one even a strong enemy like Hamas, nobody is going to interfere with this dream. Dream of getting married, starting our lives together, having both our families celebrate together. Nobody is going to interfere with that. And that was the attitude that I picked up. That was the environment that I was in on Tuesday night with this incredible. They had the band from Stay Road, a whole mix of great musicians, and they had. Uh, uh, the rabbi, I believe the rabbi was from, uh, not I think from Ofakim, right? I believe the Masada Kedushim was from Ofakim. It was just a, uh, a beautiful wedding. Very small, very understated, and under the specter of war. But, um, but it was really beautiful. And I'm sure, I'm sure you're getting a good picture of what I'm talking about and just how inspiring an event like that can be even at that small size and even with the venue serving as an emergency last-minute venue at the last minute. (laughs) So, again, one story, but that story being replayed in so many places all over Israel um, during this time of war.
JM in the AM, hour number two on this uh, Thursday morning broadcast. Mark Zamek, the Arab Shabbos show, coming up starting at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That'll be replayed at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time. Yossi Zwag with a Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And support our friends uh, at uh, A&H because they have been supporting our friends in Israel uh, with their social media campaign, which normally talks about hot dogs and pastrami and recently has only been talking about uh, those who have been abducted and uh, hope and uh, prayers for our brethren in the IDF and in general, uh, our brothers and sisters in the state of Israel. Um, go to kosherdogs.net. Enjoy your 10% discount with promo code radio. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did, uh, especially because they represent us so well um, out there on social media. Um, as we're watching too many, way too many corporate entities. Well, maybe corporate entities is the wrong word, but way too many social media um, influencers. I don't know if that's the right word either here. Too many people on social media taking a, a strong position pro Hamas, which is absolutely outrageous. It's just outrageous. So when there are people out there who are fighting the good fight um, and trying our best to combat this insane attitude toward the enemy. It's got to be recognized. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, tomorrow is a weekly update with Malcolm Honeline in the 7 o'clock hour. Don't forget that uh, Monday, Ellie Beer is going to join us from United Hatzalah. Shai Grauker next week as well. We are going to continue to focus on the uh, chesed possibilities and how we can continue as individuals and as communities to be involved right here at JM in the AM.
Sandy Shmueli wraps up a uh, an hour for us here at JMN, the 7 o'clock hour. Thanks for joining us. Big thank you to those of you listening around the world. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Erev Shabbat Show with Mark Zomik tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, and that's going to be happening again at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yassi's Weig, Thursday Live Lunch, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world web at NahumSiegel.com on the Nahum Siegel Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app.
Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. on this yard side of Rachel Imenu Mama Rachel. On this Thursday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM. Well, uh, as we've been uh, telling you for the last three weeks, there are a lot of amazing causes out there, and many of which were founded years ago, um, but now are even more important than ever. Our mayor, Bracha, which has been led by Leora Teji for, uh, for many, many years... Uh, we support them, by the way, by going to the website terror-victims.org.il, terror-victims.org.il. Traditionally, they're feeding over 400 families of victims of terror with food for Shabbos and Chagim. And now, of course, as you can imagine, they need even more help because so many more families have already contacted them uh, after the uh, start of the war. And your donations are very, very important to keep the Incredible work of Arme Urubracha um, as, um, as active as possible. Again, it's terror-victims.org.il. Liora Teji, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, shalom, Nahum. How are you? Hi, everyone. Baruch Hashem. We were just there for a couple of days in Israel, so we got a sense of, uh, of what the situation is, and there are a lot of families now, even more families in great need. It's going to be a very difficult period of time right now, obviously. Um, uh, and and uh, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I, I, would, I would imagine people have been calling you constantly for help over the last few weeks. Yes, yes. The, I can tell you, uh, yesterday we went to the, to the school in Orabarama uh, in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, and uh, we support for uh, 350 girls. They came all over from Ashkelon, Etivot, Eshderot, and Ashdod. They came over there, and um, we bring them some uh, stuff to each one of them, a uniform and the notebook and all the supplies in the bag and uh, all the clothing and all what they need, we give them. And uh, each one of the children, because they they went out without nothing, we buy them stuff to feel like they they have something. So so they was very, very, very happy. I, I have... I have to stop you for a second, Leora. I have to stop you for a second because we, we of course, got on the air this morning and we were very concerned and uh, wanted to make sure that you had enough money to buy food for needy families. And then, of course, I'm sure, and we'll ask you in a moment, I'm sure you're dealing with packages to Israeli soldiers as well. But I didn't even think, I didn't even think of what you just told us. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand, this is an area we really didn't concentrate on over the last couple of days. When families leave the North or the South, 
and they become refugees essentially in Israel. And now they're in schools and dorms and hotels, etc., around the country. They leave with almost nothing. What could you take with you? A suitcase? I mean, what could you take with you? And Arme Bracha is one of the organizations, as you hear, that has been providing what they need, whether it's school uniforms, clothing, obviously food items that are necessary, etc., etc. So, Leora, you always seem to find something that other people aren't thinking about. I wasn't even thinking about the students, the young people that are coming from other areas of the country who are in great need. Right, and it was so, so, so emotionally to hear all the stories that they talk about the grandfather and the grandma, they saw a lot, a lot of bodies. They was on the bomb shelter for 20, 20 hours. They didn't drink and they have to go to the bathroom to make one and two. They couldn't. So the mommy told them to do on the bed. And they, they, they uh, and when they went out, they saw all the body all over, and it was so, so, so hard for them. And they cry. And I told them today we're not gonna cry. Today we're gonna have a good uh, and a fun day, and everybody has to be together. And they were so, so happy. And they bring them somebody to make a sing a song for them with some music. And I'm Israel Chai. Everybody dancing. I'm gonna send you the video that you understand a little. Uh, from uh, the beautiful day that we was uh, over there. Unbelievable, unbelievable. We don't even think about what they went through. We don't even think about what they're going through. Unbelievable. And today is Thursday. Today is a very busy day for you in general, right? I mean, were you able to get out all the packages to all the families today? Yes, I did, Baruch Hashem. Now it's uh, three uh, afternoon. And Baruch Hashem, we did a lot, Baruch Hashem, and uh, Bezrat Hashem, next week, Bezrat Hashem, we play, we plan to go to the, uh, again, to the army base, and also uh, to go and to bring a, a, a woman from uh, America, her name is Rezi, she gave me a lot, a lot of stuff for babies, wow. so Bezrat Hashem, we add on the babies stuff, Bezrat Hashem, we, I need a, a bed for them, and a, and a stroller, and I need the battles, I need the piece of fire, I need the, a lot of stuff and a diaper for the kids, uh, and to give them the, in the hotel in Jerusalem, some of them in the apartment. Uh, so we need a lot of support for everywhere. Anybody out there who wants to just contact me directly, I will put you in touch directly with uh, Leora Teji, because if you have a, a sympathetic ear and a sympathetic heart, uh, as Leora just said, I mean, she needs diapers and strollers and clothing for babies and toddlers. I mean, there's so much of a great need in Israel right now. If you'd like to just directly give her some money to deal with that and to distribute it, um, we'll put you in direct contact with her. Otherwise, everybody out there can make donations and help in all of these areas, food, soldiers, refugees, etc. terror-victims.org.il, terror dash victims.org.il What did you give to the Chayalim, Leora? I gave to the Chayalim first I put them a tzitzit green tzitzit, each one of them and we spoke with them that they're not going to Gaza because we went to Tzayalim, it's very close to Gaza and I told to each one of them, you're not going to be there, Be'ezrat Hashem, without the shachpats, without the tzitzit this is number one, that you have to be with, with their we we bought them knife. We brought them a, a, how you say the hat of the soldier. Casda, mm. um, how you say casda? I'm trying to think. In, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. 
helmet. Uh, oh, a helmet, a helmet, a helmet. Helmet, yes. Right. And they covered from the balls, and we gave them uh, underclothing. We give them now uh, stuff for the winter. They're going to be there, and also we give them a schlocker, you know, the camelback. They cannot hold the water, so they have the camelback on the on the back they, they can, with pipe. They can drink the water. Unbelievable. And, uh, we, yes, and we give them can, and we give them begale, we give them uh, kufsao tuna, and hummus, and tiras, baruch Hashem. We give them a lot of stuff, Bezrat Hashem for the soldier. Shampoo, uh, soap, uh, brush of teeth, uh, Many, many stuff the soldier need over there. All right. Uh, Liara Teji, when she started this organization many, many years ago, never thought that she'd have this role, taking care of not only those who are poor and need help each Shabbat and Chag, but in addition to that now, the Israeli soldiers who are on the front lines, uh, the refugees who are in Yerushalayim, who are in need of clothing and other needs. Uh, it's endless. It really is endless. Uh, I heard in Liara's voice this morning, I've never heard her um, I mean, she has tremendous faith. I mean, she knows that uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be there uh, for all her efforts, but it, it's a desperate situation. You could hear it in everyone's voice who's dealing with chesed on the front lines in Israel. So all I could do is appeal to everybody out there right now, terror-victims.org.il. If you want to designate something, you want to just be, you want to give something and, and make sure your money is used for the soldiers, you want to make sure your money is used for kids in the uh, refugee hotels or schools, you want to make sure that your, your money is being being used to feed the poor uh, before Shabbat. Whatever it is, they'll take good care of you at Ormei or Bracha to make sure the money is utilized well. But they are in need right now, like so many other organizations and efforts during this war. They are in immediate need right now. And that's why I'm appealing to this audience who's very familiar with this proven commodity that we've spoken about for years of Ormei or Bracha. I am pleading with you. Go to the website, terror-victims.org.il, terror dash victims.org.il. And if you do want to get in touch with Yoro because you have a massive contribution you want to make for one of these specific projects, just let me know. Nahum at NahumSiegel.com will get you in touch directly. And especially if you're going to Israel, you could join in and participate in the mitzvah. Leora, that's the bottom line. You're doing incredible work. We just need more and more people to support it. Right. And Nahum, I want to bless all of Israel, wherever they are. That all what they want from Hashem, may Hashem should give them. And Am Israel Chai, when we are together. So Bezrat Hashem, I bless all of us. Bezrat Hashem, Bezrat Hashem, that everybody will be health, nachat and simcha, and one hand, Bezrat Hashem, together, all of us. Amen ratzon, and Mashiach should come, Bezrat Hashem, berachamim. Beyachad ninatzeach. Amen. Everybody out there, please do what you can. Give Leora Tetschi and her volunteers an opportunity to continue to give, give, give to those in need right now. You see some of the videos, by the way, on the website, the videos, the pictures. They are just, they're distributing all the time. Terror-victims.org.il. Terror-victims.org. Il. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM, the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. That's going to be happening tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yes, he's wide with a Thursday live lunch that begins at 11 a.m. Eastern time here on the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, tomorrow morning, it'll be a weekly update with uh, Malcolm Holmline about 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. We'll go through the events of this week and all the news and 
There's obviously a whole bunch of stuff that we've got to get to. It's all happening tomorrow right here on JM in the AM.
there's a wake-up call It's ringing out your name and it never stops Through it all you're there the same Ready? Are you ready? There's a wake-up call It's ringing out your name and you'll never stop Through it all you're there the same Ready? Stand ready Never stop dreaming I know what I'm living for Never stop feeling I know that there's so much more Ready I stand ready More than I There we go. Jam in the AM with um, Bensi Marcus and DJ Kraz together with that Moda Ani. Hoshia Samacha and Utsu done by Eitan Katz off the live album. Nigun Riku done by Ellie Marcus here at JM in the AM. Good morning. Welcome to a Thursday and thanks for joining us. My thanks to Avrami for taking care of the early part of the program. My name is Nahum Siegel. We're back in our New York City studio. Landed this morning after a couple of days in Israel. Last night, I had the opportunity to um, spend about an hour with uh, our good friend Rav Daron Peretz, whose son, of course, is missing. Uh, the Israeli military authorities, who've been piecing together the episode from Shmini Atzeris, are convinced that he's being held by Hamas, 
So we continue to pray for him in this, uh, as I keep saying, this scenario of um, families sitting and waiting, not knowing what to do to help bring their family members home who are being held by the enemy. It's being, uh, it's being played out in a lot of different areas, a lot of different homes, a lot of different places in Israel. Yet another thing we have to keep in mind. As we continue to pray, as we continue to have tefillah and Torah gatherings, as we continue to support chesed projects and do what is necessary to help our soldiers and help our, our friends, our brothers and sisters in Israel, there's a lot of work to be done. By the way, a, um, a, a, I should say a general um, yeshakoach to those who've been running really, really well-attended events. There have been over the last few days here in the United States some well-attended events that raised a lot of money and really helped uh, some of the organizations. Some of the mid-level organizations really helped keep them going. Uh, some of the mid-level efforts in Israel, uh, chesed projects, etc., that are really... Um, doing the job and um, are obviously stressed and strained by the situation, by the conditions. It's not easy for them at all. So a big yashik to those on this side of the world that are helping uh, fund these projects and are supporting so many of the causes that are on the front lines for us in Israel. More coming up at JM in the AM. We've got a uh, Thursday live lunch with Yossi Zweig at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show coming up starting at 7 p.m. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That'll be replayed at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Malcolm Holmline with the weekly update tomorrow morning, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time. Plenty more music between now and 9 o'clock. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
ואז מתוך החושך היא יצאה לקרנו וסימה נסתה לי קוראת לי לחזור ואז מתוך החושך בתוך האפלה ממעמקים קראתיך בתפילה זכה שמה צועקת לאהבה וחום, עפה היא ברוח, רוצה את המקום. הנשמה צועקת לחום ואהבה, עפה היא ברוח, קרובה היא לצלך. J.M. in the A.M. with Sandy Shmoreli, Hanishamat Soeket. Oh, 
Isn't that true? Here at JM and the AM. Before that, the um, selection from Kobe Brummer, Yehudi Afpam. A Jew is never alone. Itai David with Yerushalayim to open up that set here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in. We are on a, a Thursday morning broadcast of JM the AM back from the Jewish Unity Initiative in Israel. My thanks again to Chairman Ralph Rosenbaum. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. The reaction has been uh, very positive. We wanted to make sure to bridge the gap between Israel and the diaspora. People here should understand what our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through. People there accepting our gestures of comfort and compassion and uh, hearing the reports of the incredible chesed, unity, tefillah, tehillim that's going on on this end of the world. And um, again, I want to emphasize that there's one segment of Israeli society, many of whom we are familiar with, and that's the, uh, and they need special attention. That's all the, uh, the wives and mothers that have been left alone because of the 300,000-plus reservists that are now serving. And that segment of Israeli society needs special attention. So if you know people in that category, try your hardest to reach out to them. Let them know you're thinking of them. Do whatever you can for them. Very, very important. Um, Mazel Tov on the birth of the newest great-granddaughter, Adira Nahama. Uh, Miriam and Lenny Halstuck are celebrating. And they write on the app, so happy to share Smachot. Yes, as are we. Always amazing and incredible to share good occasions and wonderful news, and it should always be like that. So uh, in this generation where it is unprecedented, I think we could say that, how many uh, great-grandchildren there are in the Jewish world, right? There was a time when it was rare that there were grandparents around. Now so many families are enjoying four generations, which is remarkable. We should remember that, by the way. So we say mazal tov to all those celebrating smachot and especially the birth of great-grandchildren. From all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up here at JM in the AM. One, two, three. Mia ish. Hech of its kaim. Hid your mim. Okay, 
J.M. in the A.M. with R.A. Kunstler and Maishi Schwartz together with that Miha Ish here at J.M. the A.M. Yeah, probably only one way to wrap up this show, especially after the Jewish Unity Initiative and with uh, Rachel Emanu's yard site today. I think you'll agree with me once we play the final selection of the morning that this is probably the best way to wrap it up here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, full schedule, of course, including 11 a.m. Yossi Zweig and the Thursday Live Lunch, 7 o'clock tonight. It'll be the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It is hosted by Mark Zamek. Make sure to be tuned in. That'll be replayed at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Malcolm Holmline tomorrow in hour number two on uh, Monday in hour number three. Ellie Beer, United Hatzalah, Shai Grauker is going to be joining us next week. Plenty more coming up right here at J.M. in the A.M.
Israel and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Hard to believe it was just 24 hours ago that we were sitting with the heroes of uh, the Jewish people, three IDF soldiers at Yeshiva Dakotel yesterday in Yerushalayim. If you missed any of our Jewish Unity Initiative programs on Tuesday and Wednesday, check out the archive section of NachumSiegel.com and, of course, the NSN app. Those of you who don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletters, be in touch with Avrami. He'll take good care of you. AF at NachumSiegel.com. AF at NachumSiegel.com. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, NachumSiegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.